Racing. Green light, they're set to go. Green light's on. Set for a start. Kablenz is holding on. Cut glory for Kablenz. But it is all heart style Rico. And he is going to absolutely bolt the Melbourne Cup in. Green light is on for the Green Light On podcast. Big week for the podcast this week, punters. Counting down to uh, Thursday night firstly, Metropolitan Greyhound Racing in Melbourne at Sandown Park. And then obviously on Saturday night, the big one, the Australian Cup meeting. Looking forward to that immensely. The support card enormous, that country championship, the Fandabelle Superstayers. Really, really cannot wait for uh, Saturday night. We will bring out a podcast focusing on those big events, the... The draw for the the whole meeting a little bit later on in the week, but um, we will have uh, an in-depth look at those feature races, in particular the Sports Bet Australian Cup for Saturday night. And keep an eye out, that podcast will be dropping very, very early in the week, much earlier than normal. But first things first, let's talk Sandown Park. Greyhound Racing on a Thursday night in Melbourne headquarters and how good it is every single week. Run of the week. The Muffin. A uh, bit of a favourite of Corey Smith's. We'll chat to him about it, no doubt, on the the Meadows edition. But um, this was huge from Magic Muffin last Thursday night. Uh, blitzing win, pace that you just don't see, as simple as that. And they're away. Magic Muffin shanghaied out of the boxes and led by three lengths at the winning post. From Never Be Alone, who gets to second. On the inside was Holy Wreck. De- getting past it now was Just Vic. Further back in the field to Mystic Moment. Deeper then was Fighting Boxer and Why Not Pearl. Down the back, Magic Muffin is in a hurry. Leads out by six on Just Vic, who gets to second underneath Never Be Alone. Further back to Mystic Moment. But this was over at the start. Magic Muffin bolts in by six over Just Vic and... And Mystic Moment, fourth close. Holy Rex on the inside. Getting tired was never be alone. And on the outs, further back then to Fighting Boxer. And why not Pearl? The time Seriously impressive win. 16. 29-16, 494-1850. That's quick enough to win the Melbourne Cup. Um, no doubt about that. That is a Melbourne Cup run, if not better than a Melbourne Cup run. And uh, the, the team at Sandown Greyhounds... Uh, they caught up with uh, Mr Bartolo after the run and with thanks to Sandown Greyhounds, here is that uh, that audio snippet from Thursday night. Paul Bartolo, Magic Muffin, outstanding tonight. Talk us through that performance in your words because from our point of view, that was incredible. Yeah, I thought she went good. Yeah, well, I was, wasn't unexpected though because I know what she can do, really. And you made a comment to your son, Ray. What was that? Yeah, I told Ray probably a month ago, I said, this bitch will end up breaking, this girl will end up breaking... 29 and he said oh bull dust <laughs> but she's been racing in early races and she's just learning she just keeps improving her and her brother well on paper looks like she's going in the right direction to do that she's now got five wins under her belt obviously targeting the launching pad you can't have more than six so what are you can do from here on in so now i've just i've got to look i'll probably space her out because i don't want to give her too long of a break i'll probably give her a two-week break look at something put her in that and if she wins, well, then it's, I think it's five weeks down to launching pad. So, yeah, I don't like giving them big breaks. That's why I've got her brother in. He'll be in next Friday at Geelong. And hopefully he wins his heat and final and then he'll have a break for a couple of weeks. He's in a good position, isn't he? Again, thanks to Sandown Greyhounds from their uh, social media. Is that chat with Mr. Patolo. And I tell you what, when he says a greyhound is going to break, 
29 seconds. I could almost guarantee it will eventually break 29 seconds. He is one of the smartest people in Greyhound Racing, one of the best trainers, and, and you have to be a superstar when you're Quinella a Melbourne Cup, which he did with Betty's Angel and Miss Minnie Mouse. And, look, he prepares his dogs to perfection. I, I go back to the likes of Greyhounds like Fast Indian and co who were able to come out and win Meadows, Vic Breeder Heats in, in sub-30 at their first start. That is just A-grade uh, preparation. And he is a, a superstar. And that Greyhound Magic Muffin, if she keeps coming out like that, she could be the next big thing. Thursday's preview. All right, let's break down Thursday night. Uh, hopefully find a few winners for this week. We're going to have a chat with him as a party in just a moment in regards to her starter and also Maddie Lanigan's starter at uh, the, the, uh, the Sandown Park meeting on Thursday. Race one on with number one to kickstart the night, Pepita, 7.04 the first race. I think the Reds uh, drawn to run well, was a good winner from this draw uh, four starts ago. Doesn't have breathtaking speed, but does build the revs the further the race goes. Race two on with two so special. I think the Reds going to lead, be a little bit suspect at the end of the, uh, the 600 metres, and I think so special can run a big race um, on the each ways, race two, number two. Best bet of the night, race three, number two, Trending Yale. I just love the fact the Dailies uh, put this greyhound in a uh, preliminary of the Australian Cup after only winning one race. I think that just is a, a little bit of a show of arrogance and class. And um, I, look, I think she's clearly a, a greyhound on the up, ran uh, a massive race to win that preliminary, then qualifies for an Australian Cup heat and runs fourth behind Mortified, who is a genuine contender in that particular final, worth $300,000 to the winner. And she's done all of that pretty much as a two-year-old youngster who's only had one win. So now two wins after that uh, prelim win in the Oz Cup. So into a grade six, you're just not going to find them better placed. And that's why she is my best bet of the night, race three, number two. Race four, I'm with Latrell keeping number one. We'll have a chat to uh, to Emma as a party in a moment about this boy. But he does look to have a big motor when he gets it right. Um, there's a bit of class out wide. Uh, only phones and cheeky winkle go well as well. Race five, I cannot believe I'm doing this. Bell Violini hasn't won for... What are we up to? About eight or nine months, but he just keeps performing eye-catchingly well and maybe, just maybe, off box one where three of his seven wins come from. This could be the formula required to see him win his form around greyhounds like Nitro Bell, Jackpot Joan, Lovers Bell, I think better than these. So race five, I'm with number one, but cautious, cautious, cautious. Uh, race six, I'm with the Red Amlin Emperor. I think very hard to beat off the one or make his own luck and lead, should lead. Race number seven, I'm going Zara's Ivan, um, coming off that run behind Fernando Mick in a heat of the Oz Cup. I just love when Greyhounds come out of that form line. Pryor was a winner of a free-for-all at the Meadows. Goes across town and ends up in a mix four and five. So, well-placed, race seven, number two. Uh, on then to race number eight, I'm with three elite Alex on top. No luck in the heat of the Oz Cup last time. Draws well. Vaderbell's going to lead in two, so elite Alex will be looking just to carve up outside the speed and, and prove hard to beat. Race nine, I'm with one Zohar Bale. Race number 10, one of the harder races of the night. I'm with striker number one on top. Uh, just needs to perform like he did here on Sunday. If he does that, he'll be mighty hard to beat. And then uh, race number 11, I'm with two Lakeview Lass. If she can cross the red early, find the lead. I think she can run a big race here. Rothwell Rose will probably take it up in the early part. But I think if Lakeview Lass can just camp leaders back, can get the job done. And the last race, I'm going with seven promises broken. The draw is a challenge, but I think this is a, a serious youngster on the rise. And if he gets any luck at all, he's going to be hard to beat. Hunters, hunting club. The double PC, the Punters Punning Club now, uh, 25 each way on my best bet of the night, which was early. Race uh, three, number two, Trending Yale. I think she's going to be mighty, mighty hard to beat. So race three, number two, Trending Yale each way, 25 each way for me. 
Inside Info. Alrighty, let's get down to business now. Inside Info ahead of Thursday night and uh, Kennel with a couple of good chances after having a winner up the straight through the week is uh, Matt Lanigan and M Azapati and they've been good enough to join us on the podcast. I speak obviously of the better half of that combination, M Azapati. M, how are you? <laughs> Hey, good, thanks. Thanks for having me on. Uh, absolute pleasure. Uh, hopefully we can uh, steer you home a few winners now because we've got a good strike rate when people come on this podcast, so hopefully that uh, that continues. We'll start with the Greyhound in your name, race seven, number five, Angus Keeping. He's a, he's a pretty consistent boy, this one, and he led up for a long way last time. Yeah, yeah, he's been a, um, he's been a good dog for us, and um, I'm, happy, I'm actually happy with where he's drawn because he can um, shift up the track a little bit after box rise. Um, and obviously he's got good early pace, so I'm um, yeah, just hoping he can sort of put himself in a good position early, and he's sort of one that, that needs to lead, um, otherwise I don't think he applies himself as hard, so hopefully he can uh, get to the front by the first corner and we'll see what he does. Just on that, um, when you were riding horses, did you find there was that trade in horses, whereas they, they'd go better if they're in a certain position? Oh, for sure, yeah. Um, yeah, they're very similar to dogs in that regard. Um, but, um, yeah, certain horses definitely like to be in, um, you know, they have sort of favoured positions. Everyone, All of them are different. So, yeah, they're very similar in that way, for sure. Box number yeah. five, you said not not a problem. I, I just had a bit of a look through the field. There's a little bit of pace to his outside, but like you said, I think the key is for him to, to cross that inside brigade and try and take up the lead role. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, if he can... If he can come out all right and and um, get it get across, he he should be a pretty good chance. Hopefully, he just yeah, he, um, he just needs to avoid anything sort of. He doesn't really love pressure to his outside as we saw last week. He's sort of leading and looked like he was going to win, but just with that pressure down the home straight from the outside, he um, probably just just sucked out a little bit. So if he can be in clear air, turning for home, he um, he should be a pretty good chance. I'm just trying to work out, Em, how the dogs in your name draw five, six, eight, three, and then I go to uh, to box one, Maddie Lanigan. Uh, didn't have to look yep. far in the form guide, did we, uh, to see him with Latrell keeping. Race four, yep. box number one. Had the red last time at Geelong, draws the red here. But um, on, a, on a more serious note, he's a nice pup, this one, and, and I think he's found a really winnable grade five in town. Yeah, yeah, he he is a very nice pup. He's another one that's a little bit frustrating. Um, he, he, likes, he likes to have room and things his own way too, and... Um, he trialled very well there um, on Sunday after the last. Um, just had a post-to-post and we were very happy with him. So, um, yeah, hopefully off the red. He's, he's one that too just needs a little bit of room into that first corner. And, um, yeah, hopefully if he, if he can find the front, I think he's a very good go. What about uh, the best of the two? Who would you rate as the number one seed going to stand down on Thursday night from the kennel? Ah, uh, oh, <laughs> probably, probably Latrell keeping just with the health of the box, obviously. Um, and he he would have uh, definitely have more ability out of the two. So, and just off his trial, I, I think he should go well. You've had some good success uh, early days in your training career, and what's what's been the highlight so far over the the journey? Um, oh, definitely making um the silver chief and. Uh, national derby with a dog who, unfortunately, we don't have any more slingshot Jonesy. Um, that that was a massive highlight still. Um, and winning the Warnable Oaks probably with Impulse Buy that was that was a good night too. So for, for yeah, those, that'd probably be my two. For those who don't know, can you just tell us a little bit about that backstory? I think you did last time you're on the podcast, but that was a while ago um, about Impulse Buy and and the naming and and how you end up picking up that greyhound who went on to be really really good as well. 
Yeah, so um, we actually purchased a, uh, two Litter Brothers first, Rocker by Bear and uh, On The Bit, who obviously went on and had very good careers. Um, she and Graham James, who bred the litter, actually said, oh, I've got a bitch here and, you know, I'm thinking I'll, I'll sell her too because you bought the other two boys. You can you can have her for cheap, you just have her for 5000 And we thought, yeah, why not? They were looking like they were going to be pretty handy. So we thought we can have one from the litter to breed with. Um, and, yeah, she ended up winning, I think, nearly 63000 in prize money. Um, she ran third in the futurity at Albion Park. She won the Warner Bull Oaks. Um, yeah, she she won I think three or four in town, and yeah, just ended up being a being a really good good bitch for us. And we named her Impulse Bike, because that's <laughs> literally what she was. So, <laughs> and, and there would have um, been, I reckon, too, when that little bit of added excitement when you go into state with a dog, with a dog like her, especially. Yeah, for, for sure. And uh, she was a brilliant traveller. And when she went over to uh, Queensland, we had her with Greg Stella, who did a brilliant job with her, and I just flew over to handle her in the final. Um, but, yeah, she she took us on a very fun ride. She's actually the first dog that my mum and um, her partner have owned with us as well. So, um, yeah, it was a very good purchase for them. I always remind them how lucky they were. So <laughs> there's, something, there's something in that, though, first-time owners. Um, you just need to keep finding first-time owners because I'm almost convinced that is when you get your best dog. The first dog yep. is the best dog. <laughs> yeah, ab- absolutely, yep. And then the problem with that, though, is then they expect that all the time. Yeah. <laughs> so she's just had a um, she's just had a litter of eight to Fernando, so we'll yep. keep a couple of those and they'll be in those too. So, yeah, they're very excited. One month old, I see here, born on the 20th of January. So the impulse buy <laughs> is the gift that uh, that keeps on, on giving. So good luck with that litter moving forward. And good luck, firstly, with Thursday night, we're cheering for you to get. Uh, let's let's hope yours gets home and Maddie runs a, a good race anyway. But uh, on a serious note, yeah. I hope they, I, we hope they both win. And thanks for your time again on on the podcast. No worries, thanks, James. That's it. Another episode done and dusted. Stay tuned for the big one coming out in regards to the Australian Cup meeting at the Meadows, the Sports Bet Australian Cup meeting on Saturday night. Until then, punters, good luck with Sandown Park. Safe travelling, and as always, uh, happy punting.